Good morning, church, and thank you for tuning in for another devotion this week. I want to look at 1 Samuel chapter 26 today, and it's the story of David, not yet King David, who spares the life of King Saul for the second time, in fact. We know the history that King Saul was pursuing King David. He didn't like him. He was more popular than him, and uh, King Saul wasn't happy with this. But David was uh, intent on not killing the Lord's anointed king. He was a very faithful man in that sense. But he did, however, steal his spear and his jug of water in the middle of the night. And uh, this is the story that we're going to pick up. So he's done the deed, he's left the camp, and we pick up the story from verse 13 to 16. Then David went over to the other side and stood on top uh, of a hill afar off, a great distance being between them. And David called out to the people and to Abner, the son of Ner, who was King Saul's commander. He was the chief commander of the army. Uh, do you not answer Abner? Then Abner did answer and said, Who are you calling out to the king? So David said to Abner, Are you not a man? And who is like you in Israel? David was in fact singing the praises of Abner because of his uh, heroic deeds, obviously, in, a, uh, in the military. Are you not a man? And who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not guarded the Lord your king? For one of the people came in to destroy your Lord the king. This thing that you have done is not good. As the Lord lives, you are worthy to die, because you have not guarded your master, the Lord's anointed. And I'll see where the king's spear is, and the jug of water that was by his head. Obviously holding them up and telling him, well look, I've got them. Now, this is a very interesting story. This command of the army was supposed to be guarding his king. It wasn't just doing a job but in fact doing a very, very important job. This was the king of Israel, the Lord's anointed. And David emphasizes that fact, you know, even David knows, look, you know, this isn't, you've, you've messed up here quite badly, man. And uh, something as personal as a jug of water, I mean, that's just crazy to me. You're lying in bed, somebody comes and takes your glass of water. I mean, what do they want with your glass of water? You know, you, you need to have that in the night. And now the person who is supposed to be guarding the king of Israel, not only doesn't guard him, but doesn't guard him to the point that someone can sneak into his tent and chaps his glass of water. It's actually quite, it's quite mind-blowing if you, if you think about it. And to me, this is quite a, a serious wake-up call to Abner. He was in a higher position. He had a very important role. He had a, a very specific task as well. Not only in terms of leading the army and commanding the army, but in protecting King Saul. That was his utmost responsibility. That was his number one priority, defending and protecting his king. And he failed, failed miserably to the extent that somebody not only got inside the camp, not only got inside uh, Saul's tent before Abner woke up, but got inside the camp, got inside the king's tent, stole his glass of water and his spear, left, and then only woke him up to say, hey, you've messed up here. He had a, a, a very uh, a stark wake-up call. And I think we can draw some parallels with that in our spiritual lives. There are times, I think, when we are going to have some of those nasty wake-up calls. You know, it might be something as blatant as somebody slapping you over the head and saying, you need to repent, you need to turn away from what you're doing. It might be something where, you know, something's just not working out with those jobs that you've applied for.
because God says, hey, I want you, yeah, and you're trying to get away, and then it's just that wake-up call. Then, you know, all of a sudden you can't afford to go anywhere else, and you have to stay. Or it might be as subtle as just sitting in church and listening to that message, and your heart just oh, does something, just twists and turns, and you can feel the Holy Spirit working inside you. But the point is, at some stage, we are going to have a wake-up call, especially if we're not being obedient. We've all got our own responsibilities, our own tasks, our own things that we know God needs us to be doing. And if we are not being obedient, we are going to get a wake-up call. Sometimes we don't know that we're messing up. I'm sure Abner, you know, in that kind of position, he would have put sentries all over the show. He most likely would have positioned himself quite close to Saul's tent, if not, you know, next door in the tent as well. Maybe not that kind of invasion of privacy, but the point is Abner would have made sure to the, to the utmost that King Saul was being protected. But he still messed up. And we can be doing our best, or we think we're doing our best, and still we'll mess up and get a wake-up call. So maybe for Abner it wasn't such a nice wake-up call because as David said, he was worthy to die because he failed in his task. But thankfully for us, we have grace and mercy in Jesus Christ. But we are still going to get our wake-up calls. And we need to be prepared for them. And we need to be ready to understand exactly what went wrong. David called out exactly. He said, you have not got it out your king. You are worthy to die. This, 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 and this. Look what I've taken. It wasn't just, uh, okay, wait, I'm not too sure what I've done wrong. Well, how did you get in here or that or that? It was quite comprehensive. And I'm pretty sure Abner knew exactly what he did wrong. And so we shouldn't be like Abner and neglect our duty to uh, our priorities to defend the king. You know, may not us defending the king, but we shouldn't be like Abner and neglect our responsibilities and our duties. But we should also be like Abner in the sense that, well, he's done everything he can, and obviously it, it wasn't enough. And so that was the wake-up call, that it wasn't enough. Uh, and in that sense, we need to be aware of what we're doing, and we need to be prepared for that wake-up call. If God you know, wrestles with our hearts, or if he sends somebody else or something else to give us that wake-up call. We need to be prepared, we need to recognize what we've done wrong, and we need to get back on track. We need to make sure that we are sticking to our responsibility, sticking to our duty. You know, if Abner survived that ordeal, you know, undoubtedly he would have made uh, much more of an effort uh, to defend the king, you know, maybe putting out extra sentries or extra <laughs> guard duty times or uh, erecting a barbed wire fence <laughs> or whatever it is. He would have undoubtedly done more to fulfill his duty if he hadn't died, but he would have done more. He would have wanted to do more. And that's the point. When we get our wake-up call, we need to recognize it. We need to recognize what, we need, what we've done wrong and we need to get back on track. We need to recognize where we need to improve and improve and keep doing what God wants us to be doing. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word to us again this morning. Thank you for the story of uh, King David and Abner and uh, what happened there. Thank you that we can learn uh, lessons from you know, all the characters in the story. There's always something to learn from the good behavior and the bad behavior. Uh, 
But Father, we, we pray that you help us to recognize when you are giving us a wake-up call, when we, even if we think we're doing the right thing, but we're not, that we, you will help us to be humble, to recognize where we've gone wrong, and to just dedicate ourselves to get back, uh, to getting back on the track, to getting back into what you need us to be doing, to following you, uh, to following what you, your purposes are for our lives. Please forgive us where we've gone astray, where we haven't been doing what we've needed to be doing. And please help us just to uh, focus on you, focus on what you will have us to do, and to just pursue you with all our hearts as diligently as we can. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.